mom, you got it You got it, mom, you got it You got it, mom, you got it You got it, mom, you got it Hey everyone, happy Monday Welcome to the Loving Moms Podcast where we uplift, encourage, and remind each other that loving moms aren't perfect. I'm Charity, and I'm here with my amazing co-host, Rosie. Hello. Hey. And we have a special treat today, y'all. I know this is a podcast by moms for moms, but it is the month of June, and we want to celebrate and honor all the modern day dads. So today... We're going to interview a wonderful dad. But before we do, y'all know how we do. Let's dive into our life hack of the week. Okay, so this week's life hack is a bubble wand hack. This is unbelievably simple. So if you're using the old school bubble wands, not the machine or battery operated ones, you can put a binder clip over the handle so that when you dip the wand in the bottle, it'll stop falling in. Simple and genius. Mind blown, right? I, what? <laughs> Where was this hack when <laughs> my oldest was younger and continuously pouring the bubbles out and trying to dig in that bottle to pull that wand out of there? You know, we're using pinky fingers and everything. And um, this is genius. I love it. <laughs> yes. Okay. So. What is a modern day dad? Well, we are glad y'all asked and you're about to find out today with our interviewee. That is right, Charity. We are interviewing Joshua Moreno. Did you guys hear that? Joshua Moreno. That's my husband. (laughs) (laughs) And we are so excited to learn more about him being an active dad in today's society. Welcome to the show, babe. Hi, thank you for having me. So Josh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I'm just starting actually going back into the workforce. Um, I was a stay-at-home, full-time stay-at-home dad for a while. Um, and I just recently went back into the workforce at a pizza shop. And it's great. I mean, everybody's good there. Um, cooking is what I love to do. So, you know, just falling back into something I love to do has been nice. And just having the flexibility of um, somewhere like that to be able to do anything else that she needs help with is really the big reason why I started working there because um, she was working next door <laughs> and that's how she helped me um, get this job. And at the time I was like, oh, I don't really, we needed a little extra money, but I knew there was things I could do from home. And I was like, well, I wasn't sure. And I think I was just nervous about going back, but it's been really great. And it's been still, I've been still able to do everything else that she needs me to do around the house and stuff. So that part I really love because I don't like being away from home much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. Awesome. Well, we're going to dive into a few questions for you, Josh. First thing I want to mention, and I already heard you say it, is that you're fairly new to the whole parenting life. And so mm-hmm. tell us tell us something that you feel like you weren't prepared for as a dad. I think for me, because, um, you know, I was coming into it with a stepson and he was already, I think, seven or eight. So he was, you know, he was already a little older. And I think I just wasn't prepared for discipline. You know, like yeah. really understanding how to discipline. 
for him and for myself. And I think, you know, I kind of fell back into those traps that we do of doing what our parents did, right. you know. So that was hard for, I think, both of us, you know, developing that relationship. So that was a setback. And, you know, still now knowing, like, how to not be too lenient, you know, because that started to be a problem. You know, first I was too, you know, lenient, then too hard, and then now too lenient. So it's it's a big balance, I think, with discipline for me. Wow. So, yeah, so I'm just curious now that I've heard you say that, how how did you kind of navigate that? Like, how did you figure out, OK, well, this is too maybe too strict or maybe this isn't, you know, enforced enough. How did you what is it just trial and error or what did you do? Yeah, I think trial and error, but also just trying to take more cues from other people, because, you know, with parenting, you know, it's like. It's just if you, you know, kind of like the experience, you know. So once you gain a little experience, it gets easier usually. Um, so I think just taking more cues from other people that had experience and not letting myself get so upset with things that might have happened, but trying to just take part in like making better, you know, changes and, you know, holding on to the old things that I did wrong. I love that. So figuring ways to grow, you know, learn from mistakes that we've made. I love it because that's what this platform is all about. Awesome. All right. So, babe, as a modern dad, we don't we don't really have like roles, you know, like traditional roles mm -hmm. and stuff. So how would you say that we determine who does what around the house and with the kids and stuff? I think it usually depends on what each of us has going on. Or like, well, because, you know, you've been in school for the past few months. So I just try to take on the role of, you know, getting things started when I can. If you haven't got the day started for them, you know, then I will kind of take that cue. And usually it's like if you didn't do this, you did something else. So then I, I kind of just take on whatever is needed that I see. You know, usually you wake up early better than me so that kind of gets the day started with that and it really helps me because sometimes i'll sleep in you know because i like to stay up a little later so then i can kind of have my time late at night and then you have yours in the morning and then i kind of take my cues of what you could do or, or did do and then i kind of go from there because i know your schedule isn't as flexible as mine so i always try and just go off of what you have going on so make it a little easier on on you because i know it's usually not too hard on me to be you know wherever i need to be I would agree awesome. that. yeah i think we have a lot of teamwork in our relationship we don't really have roles mainly because of my job as a doula sometimes i just literally have to pick up and go and he has to be able to pick up the pieces of whatever you know, I left off because of mama's in birth and stuff. And so, yeah, him being able to have more flexibility than I do and stuff to really just pick, pick up whatever's left is, yeah, that's our teamwork. And if I could just come in and say one thing um, to just really give uh, credit to my parents. Yeah. <laughs> because a lot of times when we both have things going on, they're the ones that really just step in too. And um, without them, I don't think I could ever be able to do this. Yeah, we definitely have an amazing village to 
be able to do what for me I feel like for me to be able to do what I love we really do have an amazing village and I'm so grateful for all of them awesome I think that is so amazing one of the key things I picked up on as I was listening to y'all was first it sounds like there's solid communication and the, and the fact that, you know, y'all know what's going on with each other. Your in-laws are aware of what's going on, you know, communicated goals, what you're working towards. So everybody knows when to plug in and when they're needed kind of thing. Um, I think that's super dope. And then the other thing I love, Josh, uh, he keeps using this Q word. He's like, I'm watching the cues. You know, he's very observant. And so keeping that in mind as well, making sure you're being observant to what's going on, observing you know, the cause and effect of actions that you're doing, whether it comes to discipline or, you know, or like you said, my wife is up early, so she's taking care of that. And that means I can do this, you know, but just being paying attention. I, I love that too. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, with that, ba -ba -da -ba, we're going to segue. It's about that time for the recipe of the week, y'all. And this week's simple recipe is French toast sticks. I don't know if you've caught on to the trend, but I am a fan of breakfast. I love breakfast. And so we've had, a, I think, a recipe already that happened to deal with uh, breakfast time. But this is simple in the fact that once you prep it once, you can always uh, reheat and use again in the future. So simply take your favorite type of bread. I like that challah, challah, challah bread. You know what I'm talking about, girl, with the, no, nobody knows, Rosie, the challah bread. I do, I do. <laughs> I was like, this is just me by myself. It's all right. I love challah bread. The, I think I'm saying it right. The C-H-A-L-L-L. I think it's Hebrew or Jewish. Ooh, I don't want to offend, but I love that bread. It makes great French toast. And so the key here is whatever bread you want to use, Texas toast, French uh, challah bread, or uh, whatever bread you're a fan of for French toast, probably not thin slice, but you want to cut it into your slices. And it says that day old is best. So my tip is cut it into a slice that you want and then let it sit for a day. And then that next day you want to put it in your custard mixture and then fry it in the skillet as you normally would. And then, you know, serve what you're going to use that day and then put the rest away in the freezer and then thaw, reheat in the microwave, the oven, the skillet as needed. So definitely a simple recipe, definitely worth looking into. I'm a big breakfast fan. You can dump it in syrup or shake them in cinnamon sugar, just lots of possibilities there. You can even get your kiddos involved to make it that much more fun and appetizing. And Rosie, I know you can veganize this, right? Oh, I'm sure with just like the just egg. Yes. Like that makes true. Yeah. Awesome. Well, definitely. I'm sure again, it's very versatile and you can check out this recipe on our Loving Moms Facebook page. It will be there for a reference for you and let us know if you try it. Awesome. Okay. Well, babe, we have a couple more questions for you. Okay. What's one piece of advice that you would give a new dad to help support moms during those first few months after childbirth? Um, I think it's just being very available because you don't really understand, I guess, just how much they go through, you know, all the time. And, with dads, we forget we could take breaks through pregnancy, you know. <laughs> Moms don't have no breaks. So I think just letting them know, like, you're really there for them whenever they need something, even if it's small, you know, just always trying to be there for them um, whenever they need and letting them know, like, 
you know, constantly like you are there for them, I think it's just a, a big thing. Yeah, that was definitely huge for us because I was an emotional wreck after our son was born. I remember. <laughs> the breastfeeding and everything, it was yes. so hard. And I, I was crying and just a mess all the time. And he was just so supportive, like, babe, you got this, you can do this, you know, just keep trying. And it's hard when your baby's rejecting you, you know, like all of that. Yeah really hard um, amongst all of the hormone changes and all of that stuff so he was definitely an emotional support for me during that time I really appreciate that I remember because I I uh, like y'all have heard before Rosny was my doula and like I said that's like it's an in-debt thing where you're like my life belongs to you now because I can never <laughs> I can never repay her enough for what she was able to help me do and process during that time and so I definitely wanted to be there for her uh, in her time as well. And I remember coming over and like Josh wasn't playing. He's like trying to take care of whatever you needed done. And also he was trying to protect your energy because we didn't really know each other like that. Josh was like, OK, I know of you, but I don't really know you. So <laughs> what is it that you're going to you know, are you bringing any drama? Are you bringing any anything? And so I, I thought that was so uh, cute as well, especially being um you know, newly married, there were some dynamics with your family, you know, and if I brought up or would question something, he was like, no, nah, we're not, we're going to protect our energy. That's not even important at this moment. And I'm like, yep, you're right. Let's uh, <laughs> back to the baby. So I just really, I really love how he uh, was trying to step in and make sure, you know, that there wasn't anything else unnecessary or extra added on your plate. I'm sure there were um, scenarios or instances with communicating with others that you might not even have been aware of, Rosie, because he was just like, nah, we're not, no, we're not, we're not, <laughs> time out. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure he was, uh, he was managing the fort. So that was awesome, Josh. I, I definitely got that vibe from you the first time meeting. And I'm like, okay, she's got a good one. This is, this is good. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, okay. So Josh, one last question. Believe it or not, there are a lot of dads who don't know where to start when it comes to bonding with their kids. And so being that you have a toddler and also a preteen, teenager, what kinds of ideas um, have worked for you when it's come to bonding? Like what kinds of activities or ideas do you have that you can share? Um, I think definitely taking um, taking their their lead on what they like. Um, and not just being afraid of just doing whatever it is, something, you know, if small, because bonding, bonding happens on all levels. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to go out and like spend money or like go to the park or, you know, you don't even have to do any of that. But just, you know, making sure it's something that they like, you know, and playing in a way that they normally do, you know, not trying to change. Well, there he is. <laughs> not trying to change um, too much of what they like to do, but just involve yourself and be a part of that. And um, everything kind of just spirals into something better from there. I think when you when you start off in that in their own. Hey, hi, Josh. There he is. Yeah, when you start off so in, their, in their own environment, it's. I think it's just a lot easier for y'all to create a bond. When then, like, you know, some dads sometimes force things that they like to do on their kids, which is, you know, it's fine, you know. But I think also letting them tell you, you know, what they want probably a little better. 
I love it. And y'all, y'all see that we are live in the moment that, you know, parenting does not stop just because you're doing <laughs> whatever it is that you want to be doing or whatever you're focusing on. <laughs> like, Hey, your, your mom, your dad, this is what it is. Right. So definitely no apology necessary for the um, interruption. We, we do, those are expected interruptions when you're at home with your baby. So absolutely fine. Um, but I do love what you mentioned, Josh. I never heard that before. You said bonding happens at all levels. And uh, that is just huge for me. Like I want that on a shirt, <laughs> all levels, because it doesn't matter how big or small, as long as you're connecting and it's of interest for your kiddo, you are bonding. And that is so huge. I think, again, it's one of those things that's so simple to do, but because it's so simple to do, you could pass it over. Like, it's like really, wow. If I just get to my kid's level and connect with them there, it, it doesn't even have to be uh, something that's very involved. So I thought that was amazing, Josh. And that leads us into. Hey. Our little twist. We have a game called Fact or Fiction just for you, Josh. And we're going to give you a statement or scenario. And we want to tell us if it is, in fact, a fact or fiction. Are you ready? Yes. All right, Rosie. Okay, so after childbirth, a baby can benefit from skin-to-skin -skin time with mom and dad. Fact or fiction? That's a fact. That is a fact. Yes, studies have definitely shown, as I'm sure you can definitely speak more to, Rosie, that when a child is born, skin-to-skin -skin contact is great with the mother, but it is also equally beneficial when it's done with the dad. And so you're, we're starting to see again with that modern dad when uh, babies are born, I'm starting to see more and more pictures of that skin-to-skin -skin time posted on social media with the father. And I just love it 100%. Yeah, we actually have one too. I skin know. <laughs> when he was born, yeah. Skin-to-skin -skin has amazing benefits for newborns where it regulates their body temperature, their heart rate, all of that good stuff. If they've gone through like a stressful labor, it just kind of just resets them and it's amazing benefits. I love it. Yeah, see, I knew y'all, she could give y'all the science and stuff. That's what, that's what she's here for. It's all good. <laughs> okay, Josh, good. One for one. Next question. If a mom, a new mom, is concerned or unsure about a symptom she's experiencing after birth, she should be encouraged to tough it out. Fact or fiction? Um, <laughs> fiction? Yes. <laughs> Don't be scared. Yeah, you can definitely. He's like, wait a minute. This is not a trick answer, folks. That is absolutely fiction. Why would you say it's fiction? Um, because I think any anytime a mom feels something, it it is something. Um, I think especially in the you know the black and brown communities, we're trying a lot of time to just suck it up. You know, to not really like unless it's an emergency or something to make a big deal about things. But especially after childbirth, you never really know what's actually going on because so much just happened to you, your body. And, um, and you definitely have to take like those cues right away from your body and take them seriously. I love it. Listen to your body. Absolutely. After childbirth, a mom's hormones could take six to 12 months to regulate back to the levels they were pre-pregnancy. Fact or fiction? Six to twelve months. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 this fact I've heard longer actually, but um, yeah, I'd say it's definitely in the fact area. 
Absolutely. Yes. And that's it. Yeah. I don't want to trick you with the actual concrete numbers, but some people think baby's out. Oh, hormones back to normal right now. No, sir. <laughs> that is not the case. So you are right. It can take anywhere from six plus months for your body to regulate back to what they were pre-pregnancy, you know, and uh, normal, notice I didn't say normal hormone levels because it's not going to be like, oh, it's, it depends on what your hormone levels were before. So right. they might not even go back to, you know, what you would consider to be normal. So it's always good to also, um, you know, again, listen to your body and be aware of what's going on with you. Yes, agreed. I trained you well, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, um, pay a lot of attention to whenever she's uh, doing her studies or talking about anything with childbirth or uh, breastfeeding. It's just, I, I just soak it up. I, I don't know. It's just something about me. I really love to learn about that stuff too. I think it's great. So you definitely pass as a modern day dad and you're definitely supportive in all areas that, one would want, um, especially as a new mom and and a new dad, y'all have developed a great environment to kind of learn and grow from each other, as well as parenting the kiddos. So I think it's great. And we are so glad that you were able to come in as a guest today, Josh. And I just want to say thank you. And Rosie, do you have anything else you want to tell him? I love you. <laughs> oh, not, the, not the mushies. Okay. I'm so grateful for the husband that I have. Like, it's, I feel sometimes like selfish that I get to just pick up and leave or not get to, but for work, you know, right. And stuff. And he just kind of has to pick up those pieces and stuff. And I know that's really hard for him, but he just takes it like a champ and he's, amazing and i know for society when men aren't working sometimes they can feel undervalued because they you know a lot of times it's what do you do what do you do oh i'm a stay-at-home dad and so sometimes it can make you feel a little undervalued but i just want him to know how valuable he is to our family and this role and Absolutely. it means a lot to me to allow me to do what i love to do Thanks, thank you and it's, for me it's easy because well, like, growing up, my dad worked so much. So, you know, being a provider is something I've always seen and, um, you know, respected. But I've always wanted, you know, more time with my kids and with my dad. And I'm just glad I can be able to do that for my kids. Oh, I know. He's a crier. I love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can I get a warning next time? All right, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what's happening? No. <laughs> I think it's just been a blessing for both of us because she she's always you know been so goal oriented and driven, and um, I think I had been as well. But as soon as I met her, it's just like she was so much more organized in her goals and everything. And I just was like, you know, you have to be the one to you know carry out your vision first because you already have it, you know, encased and everything ready to go. And I just you know. I felt so confident following her. You know, it was just easy. Oh, Lord. All right, Joe. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you made it easy, Rossi. I knew, I know. She does that for everything. You're like, yes, you just make it, make everything smoother, births included. So um, it's, it's definitely phenomenal because you, you yourself are 
a support system, you know, uh, it manifested in flesh. You are a support system for moms as they're going through that process, as they're birthing you, or you are totally that all wrapped into one. So it only makes sense that God would give you someone just as strong to be that same support for you because it's definitely needed. You know, I know that you get drained and uh, depleted during those times. So I'm so glad that you have someone there that can help to fill you up. And so thank you again, Josh, get your tissues y'all. I hope you didn't get <laughs> too emotional at the end, but I love it. We love it. Um, and we just want to say to all of our listeners, thanks again for listening. You can find the life hack and recipe of the week on our loving moms, Facebook page. And you can also follow us on IG. And if you have any advice or hacks or recipes that you've experienced personally, you can share with us and let us know. And of course, if you're a loving mom that isn't perfect, join us here every other Monday. And our next episode, we'll be interviewing another modern dad. And we're so happy to be able to celebrate fathers during the month of June. And we just want to say again, happy Father's Day to all the loving active dads out there. Thanks. Bye, y'all. You've been listening to The Loving Moms Podcast. Tune in for new episodes every other Monday. And remember, you're worth it and loving moms aren't perfect.